Are you not hearing what I'm saying? I'm a high school dropout. I did not get this when I got my PhD. God didn't go, he finally got his PhD, give him the voice. <laughs> he finally got it. <laughs> He's ready now. <laughs> he got his GED, give him the voice. God gave me the voice when I was a clown. When I was acting a fool, you got your gift from birth and the reason why you're struggling is because God gave you something and you're doing the opposite of what he gave you. I, I don't think you get the same returns by overwhelmingly working on your weaknesses as you do on tripling down on your strengths. I don't know what else to say. Like, I re it's, it's so clear to me. I think so much of what I talk about is predicated on not only my successes, but watching my family members, watching that whole ecosystem of startup founders, uh, just watching. I watch a lot. I read a lot of like people's behavior more so than, you know, books or things of that nature and so yeah I mean I just I, I believe that the entrepreneurs that have gone on to quadruple down on their strengths and then hire around their weaknesses have had much better success than the ones that dwell on their shortcomings because somebody they look up to was good at it and said it was important and they waste their time on something they'll never be I like micro failure I hate macro failure like death of your business is bad but, but, to me, you know what's funny? I'll use a boxing analogy. My favorite boxing, I watch a lot of boxing. I think boxing's a very interesting, and, I know, and I'm super into mixed martial arts, but I grew up on boxing, I understand it better. And I like watching it, because there's so many things that happen in boxing. First of all, what I love about boxing is there's nowhere to hide. You know, like, it's super interesting, right? There's nowhere to hide. Number two, there's, some, there's a scenario in boxing that I love the most. There's, for some reason, there's nothing more interesting to me than watching somebody get knocked down in the first round and then go on to win the fight easily. It's an interesting psyche, right? And I like that, and this is what I'm thinking about it, which is like, here's what's bad in boxing and in business. Going into a fight, getting knocked the fuck out in the first round and losing the match, bad. Getting knocked down and then having the adversity to readjust to what you got caught on and navigating it to easily win a fight is remarkable. That's how I think about entrepreneurship. People, the reason so many people struggle with entrepreneurship is you have micro failures almost daily and they're very in your face. You can't hide. And uh, I like that. Uh, I like failure I, I, because I think I deserve it. I hate when people don't respect the game. When I fail, it means I f***ed up. And I like that because I think people get audacious. My number one thing that I hate about capitalism is that people use it and they love it and they're big capitalists and they love open market and competition and all that and then they become 73 and they try to use all their money to protect their money. They're not willing to let a young lion eat them the way they ate somebody else. I hate when they try to manipulate it. That's what I love about sports. What I love about sports is when you're 36 and you were once the best player in the league, but now you're getting a little bit older and your body breaks down, you are forced to retire. The one thing that entrepreneurship and capitalism has to adjust to is once you get old and you're tired and you wanna be on a yacht instead of working your shit, you should lose some money because you're losing. So identity is you asking the questions until eventually you get to a point that you get to the deeper part of who do you want to be? What life do you want to live? And why do you want to live this life? Why is it important to you? Why is it worth you putting through all these hours? Why would you want to do that? 
that's transition when you go through it. And then the pressure part, when you said, here's who I'm going to be, where you declare your intentions to the world. This is what I'm going to be doing. A lot of times we keep things to secret. And so there's a debate. Some say you should never declare your intentions to the world because that pressure could create anxiety. You should never do it. You know, like Babe Ruth pointed a finger and I'm going to hit a home run. What if you don't hit it? What if you fail? You know, what if you say, Michael Jordan says, the Bulls never winning, losing game seven. You should never say that because there's too much pressure on the players. Or then the other side said, well, you should put the pressure on yourself because your teammates play better because it's not on them, it's on you. And the leader does that. To me, um, I think declaring intention serves a purpose. I think when you go out there and you say, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is where I'm going to be at. You officially have the world holding you accountable. That pressure could be good pressure to put into your life. Why well, I like losing. The game told me I lost. Respect to the game. That's why I like playing. I did this when, my friends, I was an entrepreneur when there was no conversation around this. In the 80s and 90s school system and society that I grew up in, I was a failure for making $2,000 a weekend selling baseball cards. Like, I did this when it wasn't cool. I'll do it now while it's cool, and I'll do it again in 15 years when it's not cool again because the economy will collapse and because we don't like to be accountable, we like blaming things, and so we're gonna blame entrepreneurship, not the fact that you weren't self-aware and didn't realize that you weren't a fucking entrepreneur. I need you to tap into your inner grind hard. I need you to tap into your inner go get it. I need you to tap into your never quit. I need you to tap into your resiliency. I need you to tap into the mindset of getting the job done no matter what. You gotta pay the price to live a next level life. It's time for you to get off your hind parts and make it happen. Don't you realize there's millions of lives you can be impacting? But you're only touching a fraction. And that's on a low level. You don't have a story, you're not leaving a legacy. Because you struggle with adversity, you struggle with the setbacks. Don't you get it? The resilient mindset knows that a thousand no's may come, but it keeps grinding. Tap into your inner grind hard, like you wanna live. So many people resort to not giving their best and then they wonder why they have less than the next man or the next woman who made the choice to sacrifice and refuse the advice of those that wanted them to go hang out at the party, those that invited them to the game because they weren't where they wanted to be and they had a mission and their vision told them if they put in the work now, the day will come where they could go to any party they wanted to. Matter of fact, they could build a club at their house. They could build a club at their mansion. Get it done now! Or die irrelevant. Or die broke. If you're not strong enough to say no, will you know you got work to do? and your friends or family approach you to do something that you really have absolutely no time to do, but you do it anyway. That's a setback. And it's gonna take you longer to reach your desired destination. See, the mindset of success 
shuts down the negative vibes and proceeds to grind to win by only aligning with positive tribes. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. It's not gonna happen overnight. Success can be a bitter pill to swallow. Success will push you to your limits. It takes time. It's not easy. Life often gets in the way. But no excuses. I need you to still get it done. The late great Jackie Robinson said, this ain't fun, but you watch me. I will get it done. And that's the thought process. That's the mindset you have to subscribe to. If you're trying to achieve any type of success, the greats will tell you about some rough patches. The greats will tell you about some tough days. The greats will tell you about some adversity. The greats will tell you about some setbacks. The greats will tell you about some failures, but the greats will also tell you this. They kept going. They kept going. They kept going. They refused to lose. They refused to quit. They refused to give up. And they lived by the motto, I will win. I will get it done. No excuses. The late, great Muhammad Ali said, you don't lose if you get knocked down. You lose if you stay down. There will be days that you don't achieve your desired outcome. And that's what separates the winners from the losers. See, losers give up, winners give all. The late, great Jim Rohn said, if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. <laughs>